Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Ashley, you're on. I hate it. Hello. Hi, I hate it when the batteries of my vibrator bomb out right before I'm about to have a major orgasm. <sighs> you want us to finish you off? <laughs> That'd be nice. in the bottom of the eighth. Russell Brannion got hit by a pitch, stole second, bringing up Marcus Giles. With apologies to Matt Basgersian, here with the broadcast call is MLB.com announcer, Bud Schlitz. Marcus Giles, he's a little bit of jelly, but he'll kick your ass. Is it me or is Marcus Giles is spitting images of that cross-eyed girl in the Dixie Chicks? He has the delivery to Marcus Giles. Brandon, Rodney, Jordan, coming home to Mama. And it is ready, baby. He's got to be a blade. Nick, one to nothing, Jenny. Yeah. Marcus, yeah. 
Marcus guy. Bravo, yeah. I want to read any related to Broadway right Brian, yeah. I want to read it. I had to look that up someday when yeah. I got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Morgan's gone crazy again. Really? Yes. And there's a female disc jockey involved. Really? Uh-huh. Like a radio one or a club one? A radio one. Oh, cool. Yeah, totally. And uh, tonight is the end of... Uh, Not me, is it? <laughs> well, you you'll have to wait and find out. Are you just oh. I'd like to hear you talk up the post, oh, voice in the head. What song? Any song. You pick your... Pick a song. Jump. <laughs> Does the voice in the head know how to talk up songs? That's the question. The voice in the front of the head doesn't know how to do it. The body doesn't. The body doesn't write. Yeah. yeah. Host. What am I supposed to do? Kind of like a parasite. Well, you, you give all the, the like name and address of the radio station. What's the name of the radio station? It's a KGB. Okay. KBG is good though. <laughs> 101.5. And then you give a time check and maybe, hey, it's going to be a beautiful Southern California day today. All right, I'm ready. And then you say okay. your name. Play your stupid song. Okay. <laughs>
my goodness, Bobby. Oh, gosh, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure all these good people have made many, many great contributions to society. Well, yeah, I know that the toothbrush was invented by someone here. Oh, how do you know that, Bobby? Because if it was invented anywhere else, it'd be called a toothbrush. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! Gosh, sure now, Bobby, 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 you little scamp. These are some good law-abiding people. Hey, speaking of laws, did you hear these people raise the drinking age to 32? 32? Wow. Yeah, they wanted to keep booze out of their schools. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> you! <laughs> oh, dear heavens, Bobby. Oh, why, just look around. They all look so successful and affluent. Oh, but they all make more money than you. Yeah, speaking of money, did you hear about the redneck who croaked and left all his money to his widow? Really? Yeah, but she can't touch it till she's 14. <laughs> Thank you. Well, just then, there was a disturbance in the audience. It seemed as though one of the patrons took offense at Bobby's opinion of the character of the guests. Uh, you just wait one minute there. You can't come into our house and make fun of us and call us rednecks like we's all dumb and stuff. Oh, now, 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 listen, please, sir, please, 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 don't be offended. Uh, uh, these are just jokes. You can and... shut up, Zippy. This is between me and that little fella on your knee. <laughs> hey, Mr. Redneck, I got a riddle for you. Yeah. How do you keep a redneck in suspense? Uh... I guess I don't rightly know. How do you keep a redneck in suspense? Thank you! <laughs> My goodness, goodness gracious. Boy, there sure are some pretty girls here tonight, aren't there, Bobby? Yeah, and I noticed that they're all bow-legged. Bow-legged? Oh, I wonder why that would be. It's because cowboys eat with their hats on. <laughs> What about that suspense joke? What's the punchline? Well, my, my, my. Boy, how the time does fly. Looks like it's time for you and me to head home now, Bobby. Okay, Zippy. How about one last joke? Well, okay, Bobby. How do you circumcise a redneck? Goodness me, Bobby. Uh, I'm sure I don't know. How do you circumcise a redneck? Kick your sister in the jaw! <laughs> Dirty joke. Oh, you really think it's funny? Good enough. And we're hoping you don't know why it's funny. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, you're on the DSC. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Bernadette. Hey, Bernadette. How you doing? Good. How old are you, honey? Eight. Going to school today? No. Me either. <laughs> I know the joy. It's pretty cool, isn't it? I kept that one on you. <laughs> pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You got a joke for me, Bernadette? What's the difference between a 
hooker and a rooster. A hooker and a rooster. Mm-hmm. I give up, Bernadette. What's the difference between a hooker and a rooster? A rooster goes cock-a-doodle-doo. A rooster goes cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah. A rooster goes cock-a-doodle-doo. What's the hooker say? And the hooker does any kind of cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> Any kind of coffee. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. We got it. Well done. <laughs> hey, Bernadette. <laughs> hey, Bernadette. Yeah? What's a hooker? Don't know. <laughs> I know. Let me explain it to her. Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. voice in the head. Explain to Bernadette what a hooker yeah. is. A hooker is a skank. Is that what? Bernadette? I don't know. I know. Me either. We're all going straight to hell. Amy Winehouse has been put in the hospital for severe exhaustion. Oh, no, not severe OD. Quote, unquote, yes. She was hospitalized in London yesterday, but released by the afternoon. You know, they had pictures side by side of her from like two years ago Mm -hmm. before she skanked out. She's really a pretty girl. Meanwhile, police in L.A. are investigating the possible... I'm friends. No, she was. Yes, she was uh, um, uh, Chandler. Oh, (laughs) she sang in the coffee house. Smelly cat? Uh-huh. Yeah. You ever wondered that wasn't really about her cat? Oh. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. There's no reason why you should be walking around with a loose vagina. Oh, boy. You finally scored, boy. That's got to make the season. Five, That's got to make the season. He's five or six today. Oh. All right, Emily, who's next on I Hate It? Jimbo. Jimbo. Love your show. How you doing, guys? Thank you. I hate that we can't do the show like this every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is his name? Jimmy! 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 broke into the Mountain Dew. You know who I saw here earlier today was uh, was Don. Hello, Don. Don was And Craig. Craig. Is that Steve over there? Let me tell you something about Steve. What He's about a great him? guy, all right? Is that Philip over there? Philip! Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's Billy. Billy. <laughs> of course, we started with Jimmy. Jimmy! <laughs> what is your problem? Please don't, Mountain Dew. What <laughs> huh, would you do? Ed Asner or Abe Vigoda? Oh, God. I guess Ed. Ed Asner or George Bush, the current George president of the Bush. United States. Bush, definitely. I want to do to him what he's been doing to me. That's political humor. That's political humor. You can tell Roger Hitchcock that joke. Oh, he's oh, that'd be funny. I didn't think that was funny at all. Anytime any disparaging <laughs> remark about our president is not welcome here on AM 600, KOGO. Wartime. Clinton, that'd be fine. He's okay. open season. He's one of those kind of back here on AM 600. George Bush or Roger Hedgecock? <laughs> Bush. Well, that just goes to show you what kind of a crackpot we have here on Clear Channel, KGB, left-wing thing. You're, you're offended by that, Roger. I am absolutely offended by that. Gosh, because I'm, I've been wanting Ruth for a long oh, time. Oh, he's a liar. Roger. Yeah. Shelly Dunn or Ruth 66? Ruth 66. Oh, even though I didn't pick you. 
although I would like to have Shelly Dunn and Rule 66, but I understand the... <laughs> you heard that Shelly honks to her knobbers. Isn't that what the problem is? I like that. You like... Oh! <laughs> I'm not doing that you're, again. You're into that, huh? <laughs> I am into that. What kind of kinky like stuff saying. are you into, Roger? Oh, out of force, anything like that? Yeah, I caught glass coffee tables. That yeah, kind of work. Yeah. Oh. Agent Kogo, six time, 14.25 <laughs> here. Now let's go to Jimmy Valentine. Jimmy, who would you rather have, Ruthie or Shelly? You're Roger. not doing military time, are you? What would you like to have little Emily McGuire do to you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> glass coffee table, huh? I'd like bring to get her on a coffee table and bring her blind puppy along and, along and bring that puggle in there and have her a great time. Senator Kogo, second year time, 3.45. And we'll be out at Qualcomm Stadium once again on the Roger Hedgecock Firestorm Station, AM 600 Kogo. Emily's Puggles or Boyer's, what do you got, Boyer? Say Black Lab. Black Lab. Oh, I like the black stuff. I uh, <laughs> like to get some of that. Once you go uh, Black Lab, you don't go back. AM 600, K-O-G-O. I like the Hedgecock program. <laughs> Well, brown sugar, huh, Roger? A little jar of Skippy peanut butter, and I'm on my way. And <laughs> September, K.O. Peanut butter. I beg your pardon? I don't understand. Why the peanut butter? No. I put it all over my head, if you get my drift. And September, Kogo. Roger. And then just let the dog thing. lap it up, huh? That's right, sir. Oh. That's right, caller.
don't you have one at all. Yeah, what right. did you do? They look similar. <laughs> and I was saying, hey, nice upgrade on your vehicle there, Mason. You must be making some dough over there at Pego. <laughs> <laughs> you just take the loss and move on. Hulk, Hulk. That is one of my favorite bits that you do. No, there are some places I can't. Chainsaw going Tourette's on Jer. Tonight on Discover. The applicability of the poetic form has deep roots. Limericist James O'Brien. Many centuries ago, Limerick Island was just a patch of hilly land on an island in the River Shannon. So in the year 831, when the Norsemen arrived, it turned into a merchant port. There were vicious thieves and looters and bandits, and they had a sense of humor which spoke rather funny. Professor Gwyneth Stott, Northwestern University. Well, the earliest records indicate the first Limerick was told to King John on his visit to the city in around the 13th century. Scientists use an atomic metronome and a series of complex logarithms to determine the effect of a limerick on the brain. UCLA research scientist Walter Graham. We've noticed over the years that there's a definite speech pattern associated with the limerick proper, which is da 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 and so on. But if you add words to that, then you'll have a limerick, basically, which is, there once was a woman named Alice who used dynamite as a phallus. And her in North Carolina in her uncle in Buckingham Palace. So there's a very definite... The origin of the land. Tonight on Discover. <laughs> Houston Rocket Center, Yao Ming is seven foot six inches tall and the pride of China in the NBA. He might have some competition. The world's tallest man is seven foot nine inch Bao Zishun. He hasn't entered the NBA yet, but he did get married this week to a five foot three inch woman. Wow. Uh, and if he doesn't make it in the NBA, Bao will support his family with his current job snagging lost frisbees off the top of the Great Wall. Uh, he's seven foot nine. Dang. He's seven nine and she's five three. Yeah. I heard the uh, wedding night was very hot, yeah, especially when she went up on him. <laughs> Anger management poster child Ron Artest has been doing humanitarian work oh. in Africa all summer, nice. not only to repair his image, but to get in there and stay and work away from the cameras. That speaks to the issue of sincerity, so you've got to give him some points for that. And then there's Paris Hilton. She's traveling to Rwanda to help uh, bring aid to that troubled country. Well, aid and syphilis, but if there's one thing that starving African orphans need, it's a hearty hang in there from a spoiled rich slut whose earrings are worth more than their country's GNP. They're here. They're here, here. Greg, you're next here. Give me five of five ten. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's good. That's champion work right there. Let's hear it, Greg. Hey, check this out. Over the Memorial Weekend here, Yeah. I went up to Big Bear with my girlfriend for about three years to visit her grandma, and she likes to run, so she was running around the lake in the morning. She was running around the lake. Well, Grandma cooked me breakfast, and Grandma's a hottie. And All grandmas like, are. <laughs> grandma's a hottie. 
she's like 70 years old, but she's a hottie. And I went in to take a shower after we had breakfast, and I didn't have a towel with me. And I, and I went, I need a towel. So she brought me in a towel. She was in a little negligee. She dropped it, hopped in the shower with me, and then I got her to shave down below. <laughs> shave grandma's. <laughs> and, and we went at it. <laughs> and it was crazy. But I tell you, it was one of the, this woman was not afraid. It was one of the best sex things I've ever done with an older woman. You boned your great. girlfriend's grandma. <laughs> I bet you can't wait to go back up to the lake. I'm going back to Big Bear next week, actually. What is, uh, what's Grandma's name? Grandma's name is Julie. Oh. Julia, Julia actually. Get it. All Julies are hot. <laughs> That's the truth. I'm not lying. I believe you, buddy. Why would you make that up? Andrea, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard hot. That's pretty nasty. She's hot. It's nasty? That's dirty. Maybe you should go up there and make out with her, Andrea. Oh, no. <laughs> Andrea, I want you to think of yourself making out with a 70-year-old grandmother. No, 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 no. Well, don't worry. She's shaved. <laughs> do you have a grandmother, Andrea? Yes, I do. You should make out with her. <laughs> Did I miss anything here, Emily? Oh, do I want to take Ashley there? Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dave. It's Reverend Dave, you flush-reluctant grunt stain. Hi, Reverend Dave. <laughs> 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 Was it flush oh, reluctant? Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry about that, Ashley, but you did violate the rules. I know. That was brilliant. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Andrea? Yes? Think of yourself now making out with your grandma. Stop! <laughs> All right, what about Grandpa? Oh, he shaved too. All right, <laughs> uh, well then, just think of Grandma and Grandpa making out with each other. Old people sex, gross. I love old people sex. <laughs> old people sex. Just... <laughs> Andrea, we will make you honorary mention today, but the winner. Grandma Bowden Grant. I bet he did. Did you do everything with Grandma? I'm telling you, she's clean. Once she shaved, it was all off. Okay. But she was 30 years younger. All righty. Wow. All the gray hair was gone. Did you do everything with Grandma? I did everything. I'm curious. Um, <laughs> where Grandma lives? In Big Bear Lake. What's uh, what's the problem, Abramovich? You you burst into the studio, and uh, thank God none of the microphones no are kidding. on, or this place would be shut down. Effin' Boyer. All right. Effin' Boyer. Wow. Okay. I agree with that. You know, we have this big, long desk in our office that we share, and my mine is off to the left, and his is off to the right. Boyer, Emily, and Abramowitz share yeah. an office with uh, three desks in it. So what happened? Well, I work for Boyer on Wednesday, so he can go to his go-kart thing. I cut up the show, so... A couple months ago, I was caught or seen by Emily, who told Boyer that I take some of his pens and I put the lid of the pens in my mouth. Are so, you cracked today? I thought that that's I thought that's how he found out. No, he found out somehow. Uh, that, yeah, that, dumbass! I came in and my pens were chewed up. Oh, oh, I don't like that. Nothing I, to do with that. I gotta tell you, that really bugs. All right, well, when you go to your pen and someone's oh, been macking horrible. on the end of it. Yeah. Mm. 
So he went out and got this concoction, and he put it on the on the end of the pen. Did you bring in some sort of don't chew this spray? From well, the, yes. Tell me well, what it yes. Tell me what, what is it something to stop your dog from chewing up your slippers or something like that? Yeah, exactly. And so you sprayed that on the pen. Right. I, <laughs> to stop. Pretty smart. <laughs> so uh, to stop the Brahmas from chewing on your pen. Who here? Who here? Objects. Nobody. You know what? Because I figure he's about as smart as my retriever. He should be able to get the message. I'm a little smarter than that. <laughs> Apparently not. And I got the message, Boyer. I stopped um, doing that to your pens. However, now, hang my on a highlighter. Let's let's back up to who's smarter. Yeah. Your retriever, Boyer, <laughs> right. or Brahma. Now, if you put your retriever in a cage, uh-huh. will it mess itself? Uh, no, it'll hold it. Have you ever messed your pants or Brahma's? Uh, mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, sorry that. <laughs> Back to uh, the issue at hand here, yeah. Abramich, you, so you walked in here about 10 minutes ago with a pink highlighter in your hand, right. and you were spitting yeah. and cursing. Ooh, right. And what's that all about? Because that's my effing pen, for one thing. My highlighter, so sure enough, I come over here, I grab this highlighter going, all right, this is mine. No way did he doctor it. I put it in my mouth. Now I got this crap in my mouth for over a half hour still. My pen, damn it. Hey, numb nuts. Hey, numb nuts. <laughs> That's my pen that you stole. I didn't steal that from you. That pen was in my top drawer pen caddy, which is where I sprayed it. Now, the fact that you stole it and put it in your coffee cup does not make it yours. Boyer, you never use a highlighter. You've never used Ah, the highlighter. Here comes the justification. Mm -hmm. That's my pen, damn it. it, How did you get it? I probably got it from the back room, the engineer's room, probably. Or I probably brought it with me from the old station. So... If you got it fair and square, yes. you, you did not steal it from Boyer, right? Totally, I did not steal it from him. Because you, you have a long and storied track record of stealing. I'm not a thief at all. Yes, you oh, are. Bro, bro. Yeah, you are. You I steal, am not a thief. Yeah, I you do. You steal seven lies in the last 30 seconds. You steal from Boyer. You've stolen from me. You stole from your roommate. How have I stolen oh. from you, Dave? You go into my office and take my stationery and use it without asking me. You That's was in stealing. my drawers two days ago. So you're saying that you've got this pen fair and square, yes, and that Boyer purposely went over to your side of the yes. office and fouled your pen. Yes, that's a hell of an accusation. It really there. is. I know he did for a fact. Oh, that, that gleaming wow. monkey saw his opportunity and rose at it. Just, just to be mean? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Just to be mean. Oh. Just wow. to rat f me like he. Yeah. Where'd you get my bottle of wine for Christmas? From my roommate, oh. which I replaced the next day. Did you get permission before you grabbed it? No. That's stealing. It's called borrowing. No. No. I returned it Just right away. Well, well, what happened when your dad <laughs> took your camera from your uh, condo? That yeah. was stealing. He ah. actually didn't admit to it, and when I found out he did, he said, well, I knew that you'd probably say that was okay, Dave. I'll How about when permission. you take my mail out of the mailbox and read it? I don't read your mail. Yeah, ever. you do. I you took my Time magazine. magazine. That's my mail. I, put, I was going to put it back anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, my this God. is not getting it. May I be the peacemaker here? Please. Blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> Make it hug. No it way. I'm not doing that again. It worked no. every no. time. No. It worked before. No, I'm not giving him a no naked Make it hug. That's gross. Make it hug. It worked before, Ruth. Excuse it, it, it me. I'm trying to make peace here, Ruth. Doing this you hate lover. He always sprouts wood anyway when we do that, so I'm not going to. Regardless. Although although nobody can tell when he's sprouting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> although, although nobody could tell when he's sprouting nothing. <laughs> 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 
thought it'd be funnier the second time around. Although nobody can tell when he's sprouting nothing. What's wrong with that? What's Stupid guy yelling. What? Be quiet, Ruth. Wouldn't that piss you off if somebody did that to your stuff? What if somebody put... What if Boyer put that stuff on your vibrators? Wouldn't that tick you off? Ten listener, Paul. Should we do a naked hug? I'm the one who was injured here. It is my highlighter. I highlight once a week when Chainsaw and I do a Barney script. Why don't you highlight I don't think it's fair to me because I'm the one who's been transgressed by having my pen stolen and chewed. Listen to the way you talk. Now I have to be put out by getting naked. Doesn't seem right to me. Well, I can tell you something that will make it right with you. Okay. I don't care. There we go. <laughs> Everyone else go to that? I'm good. Yeah. All right. So, okay. There we go. You're overdue being punished anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> you are thinking like a parrot, Ruthie. It's great. You probably just like you walk up behind your kid yeah. and you yeah. give a... What yeah. was that for? Can't you do something later? Right. Hey, sugar pants. What? Drop them and get in here. Make I'm not market. dropping nothing. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Whoa. No. no. Someone doesn't value his job. Ah, turning point. I got this crap in my mouth. I can't get it out. Where should we uh, post the job opening, Dave? Online? The DSCshow.com? Well, He's not going to drop his drawers. He's not objecting. Sure he is. I like my job, man. Dear Dave, no. I like, bought those two bitches hug it out naked style. <laughs> Love your show out. like when Bromo and Boyer hug it out naked. A passerby will say, hey, look, a bear is climbing a beanpole. <laughs> 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 I'll give you a moment to think about it, okay? <laughs> Do the right thing there, Bromo. Naked hug. Get away. And 15 minutes to clear out your desk and turn in your seat. That's right. <laughs> Don't chew on anything. Yeah, here's the thing, it's got to chew up. Yeah, I'm going to spray my crap before you better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when your kid grows up and leaves the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's not. They're all like my little children. Do you have children voice in the head? <laughs> you want to talk to my kid? Yes. yes. We'd like to talk to oh, the voice good. in Ruth's head. Hello. Oh. Hi. What's your name? Where do you live, little girl? (laughs) This is adorable. Where do you live, little girl? Hey, Mom. Where's your home, honey? Here. What's here? What do you mean? Well, I just want to know where you are right now. Are you in Ruthie's head as well with your mommy? (laughs) Are you talking to strangers? (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh. He offered me some pot. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, she's a twin. There's some baby gas. <laughs> Ruth, would you rather discover a Band-Aid in your burrito or have someone give you an upper decker? Band-Aid, I guess. You want the Band-Aid? Yeah. Why, boy? What would you rather have? Well, I mean, the Upper Decker, I think at a certain point, it'll dissipate and go away. Oh! How many years? Oh, my God! You'd have to move! Well, it's not like a God! God! Oh, it could be. Oh, really? Oh, we did it. Oh, no. Oh, I did it! Mm. What happened, uh, voice in Percy's head? Shut up! Did you leave an upper 
Upper Decker. She's lying. We were at a meeting. You never did an Upper Decker, for God's sake. I didn't say. think you made it into the we restaurant. I thought it would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's it's a joke. Everybody be quiet. Go ahead, voice in the head. She's done. I was mad because uh-huh. Courtney Love stuck a band-aid in my burrito. Oh, that bitch. So I dropped a log in there. <laughs> 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 Still there? To this day. Oh. <laughs> well, it saves water. <laughs> you know, some That's water true. I'm an Open is underway. Nick Doherty's uh, 68 was the best score yesterday. KGB golf correspondent Shekiel Herlihy is at Oakmont with a live report. And Shecky, uh, are you there? Yes, I am. Cookie, good morning, San Diego and all the ships at sea. I'm standing right behind Tiger Woods in the tee box, and he's got a three wood. And he, oh, what? Oh, no, that's not the one. <laughs> it's that another one, Shecky. It's another button. <laughs> She's all... <laughs> What's the matter? What? 
I would be dead if this happened to me of embarrassment. I wouldn't be here today. Would you rather be known as this girl or the girl with the bruised soft palate? Soft palate. All right. <laughs> well, this story happened to Emily. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably not our Emily. Right. Thanks. All dolled up, looking hot, meets the man of her dreams. They completely hit it off, totally connect. She is smitten. End up going home and have an amazing night. Wow. Bruised palate and free. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Next morning, after some cuddling and gushing mm-hmm. about what a great time, he gets up and leaves for work, tells Emily, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stay as long as you'd like. So sleeps a little bit longer, starts to get ready. Before leaving, she realizes she needs to drop off some kids at the pool. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. Now, that's a mistake right there. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Wait until you're anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, does her damage, flushes, and guess what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Someone broke the toilet. <laughs> oh, no. The toilet does not flush. <laughs> now, Emily. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> is panicking, mm-hmm. searching for a sure. plunger, anything. Now, what would you do? What do you do? Set the house on fire. No, come on. What do you do? <laughs> plunger. Try to fix no it. No plunger. Call a plumber. Really? With nothing that will fix the problem, she grabbed a Ziploc bag. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you do this with your dog every day. <laughs> that is true. Think about it. Ed. Just happen to have one on mm-hmm. you? Well, no. she's at his house. She's at his house. Yeah. Crisis averted. Finishes getting, gathering up her stuff, heads downstairs, oh. composes a note, expresses what a fantastic time she's had. I'm not normally the kind of girl that does this. Oh, yeah. That's First important to put right. on there, right, Emily? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thought that they clicked, love to see you again, leaves her phone number, email address, leaves the note on the kitchen counter, lets herself out, door shuts behind her, locking. It's then that she realized... Oh, no. oh no. That she had left the bag ah! on the kitchen counter ah! next to the note. Oh, no. You got oh, it. Oh, my God. Get it. Get it. Get it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Why did she put it on the kitchen counter? Why, why, uh, that's what I'm asking you, Emily. Why did you put it on the kitchen counter? <laughs> this was not me. Oh, I'm sorry. You just had to put it down to write the note. Right. Put it on the floor. You don't oh, put it on the counter the where he prepares food. No, come on. Yeah, deal it with shouldn't that even first. be in the kitchen. Right. You're supposed to turn it upside down and shake it over the couch <laughs> <laughs> to prove what a great plastic bag right, it is. Exactly. <laughs> so now she's left this great note mm. saying, I really had a great time with you. Here's my phone number. Here's my email. Oh my Let's look up again. Here's a little something I left. <laughs> and some of this is a compliment and others an insult. Oh, I'm insulted. They have completely retooled the whole James Bond series. You like? And I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. Right. It's just completely different. Completely reinvented the James Bond. He's still hot with the ladies. Not much. I mean, there's and on the other Bond. On the other Bond movies, yeah, he he had at least four chicks Mm -hmm. in every movie. Mm -hmm. This one, I think he had two. Weird. Whoa. And one of them, he like got serious with. Oh no! Bond. 
was it Bromo or what? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm falling in love with you, correct? Yeah, James Bromo. Shake it off, sir. Sorry, my bikini clock went off. <laughs> Let's just save you for the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> what if Bromo was James Bond? <laughs> James Bromo. Bromo. James Bromo. Double O three. Hey, look what Q uh, look what Q made for me. It's an anti pooper pants. Uh, <laughs> pants with a built in butt plug. Hold up <laughs> I know this looks like it is a pen. But when I click it, it automatically inserts a butt plug. Uh, <laughs> so I can drink steamed milk. And if somebody's chasing it, you click it again and it falls out. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> I like my steamed milk shake and not stirred. <laughs> What's up, Steve? Not much. I just have an asthma to report mm. here. Gosh, what caused it, Steve? Uh, this, this whole butt plug episode in the Bromo. Bromo. With James Bromo's special butt plug pants? <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I've got ice water all over oh, myself. All right. Oh. The one about proctologists. I think Coldfinger was the name of that. <laughs> Coldfinger. Uh, Shirley Assey did the lead scene. Did you see how disappointed the, the head of the PGA Tour was when oh, Tiger God. wouldn't kiss the FedEx Cup? Because they've been running these commercials with this, you know, this this beautiful trophy, and there's really no words on it. And it bottom crawl just has never been kissed because it's a brand new trophy. It's right. never been won before. And then during the presentation of the trophy and of course, Tiger, here you go with a trophy that's never been kissed. Here you go. And Tiger just held it up for everyone to see. He's not going to kowtow to the... I am told he did dry hump it in the club. <laughs> 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 no, now you tell me. <laughs> In the United Kingdom, flash floods have killed three people and forced hundreds from their homes. And now authorities are warning of more damage. They fear a leaking reservoir 170 miles north of London could burst. Well, British Prime Minister... I got a reservoir that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to move along. Hold this back! British Prime Minister Tony Blair and our own Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger met in London today, and they discussed global warming. What did you discuss out we there, We talked Mr. about global warming with Tony Blair in London. What did you decide? We decided that it exists. Really? Yeah. So you believe in it? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. So much so that uh, Schwarzenegger says California is taking a leadership role. What the heck? What is that? California? It's wow. the state that you are the governor. Oh, California. Oh, oh okay. I, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's in England. Not in the foreign place. Yeah. So California is taking a leadership role in tackling climate change. We have really reached out to other states. Mr. Governor, you got any good knock-knock jokes for yeah, me? Knock-knock. Uh, who's there? I don't know who. I don't know who. who. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. who, who. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> well, you asked for it. I, 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 I said a joke. A joke is when you make someone laugh. Yeah. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. I'll stop it. Stop it. See, it's funny. Yeah. The cow and interrupt. Yeah. Well, Schwarzenegger says research and development can protect our environment. The faster we can use yeah, technology. You like the sound of yourself? Do you, do you, do you know that when you hear yourself, you go, I don't sound like that. 
No, I like it. Most people <laughs> Did do you that. know you had such a thick accent? I know. You hear yourself for the first it's time. It's like, I guys, think. I thought that was American. I kind of came over here. Yeah. You sound like an damn foreigner, don't yeah, you? I do. Yeah, where are you from? Austria. Huh? I think you're Austria. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm from California, one of the other foreign countries, but I'm from Austria. Yeah. At that place where they got kangaroos and koala bears yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. No. Quantus. Yeah. We say, throw a couple shrimp on the Barbie, mate. <laughs> throw a couple shrimp on the Barbie. I'll stab it. I'll do. You got it on back all the time. That dingo has my baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to blow an onion there, Mr. Jones. I'm going to blow an onion with the dingo and the baby. <laughs> We have breaking news coming out of Chargers camp. With Danny and Tomlinson to be held out of the regular season as a precautionary measure. Hi. Yeah. Citing the high risk of injury, the Chargers announced today that running back Danny and Tomlinson will be held out of the 2007 season as a precaution. Coach North Turner said it was a hard decision, but the right one. We're going to miss having LT out there, but sometimes you've got to make the tough decisions. Turner, you simply cannot throw your best player out there and risk him getting hurt. After all, what if we let him play and he suffers a season-ending injury? Then where would we be? He also took a subtle jab at the league for failing to address the growing number of injuries in the regular season. He said, quote, people will criticize us for doing this, but we really have no choice. If the league wants to see less of this, they should do something about all the physical contact in the games. You go out there and boom, you're getting nailed from all sides. The pads don't help. And the worst part, the regular season games are all entirely meaningless. Not from a statistical standpoint, but from a philosophical standpoint. It's all a big nothing. Why should we risk injuring our franchise player for that? Though he admitted to be frustrated by the decision, LT acknowledged it's probably the smart thing to do. But, <laughs> but what, Shelley? <laughs> I personally expect to see more teams follow in the Chargers' footstep, said Kansas City Chiefs GM Carl Peterson. Is that fair to the fans? No. Yes and no. It's fair in the sense that it will keep their favorite players healthy. Mm-hmm. Unfair in the sense they won't get to see them play. The other question is, will the fans give us their money anyway? The answer is a resounding yes. So who gives a rat's ass if it's fair or not? Exactly. Hi, you're on KGB. Hi, good morning. Um, I've got an issue with, with uh, the, the, what they're talking about. It's like it's kind of crazy to me. I don't really understand it. I mean, no one seems to be going, hey, what's up? I mean, uh, can I talk to Dave about this? Or uh, you guys, this no. is Dave. You're on the radio. Oh, okay. Well, I don't quite get it because if he gets hurt, they don't play. Or right. he doesn't play. But right. If he's not playing, he's not playing. So what's the difference? Well, if, first of all, it's not your decision to make. It's not my decision to make. This it's is one not, of those things that we just have to live with. But this is what Norv Turner says. It's a precautionary measure. Even LT agrees it's the right thing to do. <laughs> it, it just seems so counterintuitive because they're not getting – it's, it's like, well, we don't want you to get hurt. I mean, oh, okay, I got my new race car, but I don't want to get a – Do you want him hurt? Racing it. Do you want LT hurt? I could care less. I mean, it makes sense from an owner's standpoint. I understand where he's coming from, but – You don't care if uh, the franchise player gets hurt? But I no, I really don't. I, huh. but the point I'm making is he's spending tons of cash to have this guy sidelined. Yeah. So it doesn't get hurt. It's not your money though. Yeah, it's not your money. You put your money in a bank or leave it laying out on the front porch. I mean, you have to protect your investments. Right. Yeah, it just. But but the whole point is to play the game. Well, it is, but they've decided that it's more important that he not get hurt. Right. You certainly understand that. Yeah, I do. It's just. Uh, I guess I got a problem with it. Um. Yeah, if, if, if I were a coach, I'd play my pawns, you know? Yeah. I'd play my pieces. Well, that's, you know, different strokes, different folks. 
This is Norv Turner's, uh, I think, I, I think this displays Norv Turner, Turner's willingness to think outside the box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll call him conservative, and I'll be comfortable with that. Okay, man. Take it easy. See ya. Bye. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he was kidding. He wasn't. <laughs> Here's Wally on the KGB. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi, Dave. Hi, Wally. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good. How about you, buddy? I'm doing just fine. Good, good, good. What's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to call up and uh, see what kind uh, maybe Emily could uh, parade around here in her uh, uh, outfit. You heard about way? Emily uh, wearing the... Emily was rocking a Hooters girl mm-hmm. garb yeah. yesterday. You like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Would you be willing to, you know, kick down a couple of your billions for it? Sure. How much? Hundred million. Hundred million, oh, Emily. Wow. Emily, would you wear uh, your Hooter garb over to Wally's house and dance around all all nasty for a hundred million dollars? Oh yes. Yeah, she says you're on it. Okay, I'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wally, have you entered my uh, Mossy Nissan Idol jingle yet? The contest? Um, no, I haven't. I don't, I don't completely understand what's happening right now. Well, what's what's going on is with with Mossy Nissan. If you uh, if you sing the jingle and then drop it off at Mossy Nissan, and they like yours the best, you're going to be the Mossy Nissan idol, and you'll be the one who sings on the Mossy Nissan commercial. Well, I'm gonna have to get um, a ride there. Uh-huh. I can yeah. Sing the song. Let me hear you sing the song, Wally. Better to know me. And I see me, yeah, and I see me, mm-hmm. and I know me, mm-hmm. King Storm and Bell. <laughs> Loudly, 
so as to attract the attention of everyone in the bar. All right, Skeeter, what is it? I don't want any trouble tonight. No, well, neither do I, Mr. Deputy. I was just wondering if you've seen my good friend Bob. Bob? Bob who? Why, Bob right over here and kiss my ass. All right, The tavern patrons burst out in gleeful peals of delight. Five just grumbled and headed over to the bar. Eh, hey there, Bonnie. Uh, what'll it be for you tonight? I'll have a flaming rum punch. Heavy on the sprinkles and easy on the Ron Rico. With an umbrella, if you please. Uh, gotcha. One poof to coming right up. <laughs> well, the barkeep poured uh, Fife's drink, set it before him, which Fife paid for, and then sipped sparingly. Skeeter and his pals thought, what the hell, it worked once, I'll bet it'll work again. Hey, Mr. Deputy Five, did you hear they buried Bob today? Pike was shocked. He hadn't heard this sad news. I didn't even know he had died. Well, wait a minute. Bob who? Bob right on over here, and kiss Shrieks and howls of delight as once again Barney had fallen for that old trick. Yeah. Well, Harry the bartender felt sorry for Fife. Say, uh, Barney, uh, why do you just sit there and take that crap? Well, because I don't know any snappy comebacks, that's why. Boy, oh boy. Just once, just once, I'd like to get that Skeeter turned at his own game. The bartender called Fife in closely and spoke in a conspiratorial tone. Come here, listen, listen Barney. Yeah? In a minute here. Why don't you go over there to Skeeter and ask him if he's seen Eileen? Eileen? Yeah, 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 yeah. And when he says, Eileen who? Yeah. All you got to say is, Eileen over and you kiss my ass. Oh, that, yeah. That's great. That's great, Harry. <laughs> Gee, thanks a lot. Come get a boy. Yeah. So Pipe armed himself with a bolt of liquid courage, braced himself, and then strode deliberately towards Skeeter and his friends, clearing his throat loudly <laughs> to catch their attention. Yeah. No, it's you, Fife. What do you want? Well, Skeeter, said Fife, <laughs> barely able to control his giggling. <laughs> I was wondering if you've seen Eileen. <laughs> this is good, isn't it, Morris? Yeah, this is great. Skeeter squinted at Fife and then said, Eileen? Eileen? Oh, yeah. She's outside with Bob. Oh, really? Uh, Bob who? <laughs> KGB. I wanted to say thank you to Dave, actually Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. What for, sir? When I was in Iraq, uh, we had some really tough days. Tough, tough days. We lost over three quarters of our company. Hmm. So, I was looking for something comforting like home. And uh, I turned on 101.5 by KGB on the internet. So just listening to them was like bringing me home. Well, that's the highest compliment we can yeah. get, sir. What is your name? My name's Vic. How you doing, Vic? 
I'm doing fine, sir. How are you physically? How are you mentally? Doing okay. Uh, been back a while. Got some help. You know, talked to friends. So, uh, yeah. We're doing okay. They're the finest, the finest Americans I could possibly think of. Oh, right of that. Well, you gave us the greatest compliment we're ever going to get, sir. I'm so glad you're back home. I can't, I can't tell you how much you guys have meant to us.
bring out his faithful companion, the other queer on the sphere, Chris Boyer. The Boyer, on the other hand, he had a different attitude. He came out to the crowd, and he was completely wide open for everyone to see. Dude, cover up. You know what? God damn. I got to tell you. Would you cover up? I got to tell you. cover up. I got to tell you, guys. First off, thanks for being here. But I will also tell you that when you have a cool job like I do every morning, you can still get laid with a small crank like this. You are a day of the wind, dude. You're going to be riding a bull with it. That's a dingly dingly, a dingly dingly. The old question, are you going to please with that? Uh, Me is the answer. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Such a kook. You are the biggest kook of the kook. Well, at least you got a baby like you covering up. Hey, I'm um, the kook. You're the... Get your... Dictionary out. Dictionary. <laughs> Buy me coffee person and maybe. <laughs> now, I just want to say, I hope we don't see any more humping that Chris Boyer did on poor Emily oh, during okay. the commercial. Now, that would be tragic, You really wouldn't want to see that? It was Ned Beatty and Deliverance all over again, and Emily was squealing. Emily, I didn't really have anything for you to do. I just wanted to get bored and hump you again. <laughs> All right, boys, on the ball. Let's go. Let's get it done. Chainsaw, please do the play-by-play for us. All right. Romo now. Still hiding himself. Boy, Boyer is mounted the back of it. But they are face-to-face-face. John Simpson on John Simpson. And they are, they are down on opposite uh, sides. <laughs> Ride, as both riders proved to be lame at this too. But we had fun. Isn't that really all that matters? Boy, you're a stud. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.